0: lady susan by jane austen letter twenty six letter twenty six mrs johnson to lady susan edward street i am gratified by your reference and this is my advice that you come to town yourself without loss of time but that you leave frederica behind It would surely be much more to the purpose to get yourself well established by marrying Mr. de Courcy than to irritate him and the rest of his family by making her marry Sir James. You should think more of yourself and less of your daughter. She is not of a disposition to do you credit in the world, and seems precisely in her proper place at Churchill with the Vernons, but you are fitted for society, and it is shameful to have you exiled from it.' Leave Frederica, therefore, to punish herself for the plague she has given you, by indulging that romantic tender-heartedness which will always ensure her misery enough, and come yourself to town as soon as you can. I have another reason for urging this. Mannering came to town last week. He has contrived, in spite of Mr. Johnson, to make opportunities of seeing me. He is absolutely miserable about you, and jealous to such a degree of de Courcy, that it would be highly unadvisable for them to meet at present.' and yet if you do not allow him to see you here, I cannot answer for his not committing some great impure imprudence, such as going to Churchill, for instance, which would be dreadful. Besides, if you take my advice and resolve to marry to Courcy, it will be indispensably necessary for you to get Mannering out of the way, and you only can have influence enough to send him back to his wife. I have still another motive for your coming. Mr. Johnson leaves London next Tuesday. He is going for his health to bath where, if the waters are favourable to his constitution, and my wishes, he will be laid up with the gout many weeks. During his absence we shall be able to choose our own society, and have true enjoyment, I would ask you to Edward Street, but that he once forced me a kind of promise never to invite you to my home. Nothing but my being in the utmost distress for money could have extorted it from me. I can get you, however, a very nice drawing-room apartment in Upper Seymour Street, and we may be always together, there or here, for I consider my promise to Mr. Johnson, as comprehending only—at least in his absence—you are not sleeping in the house. Poor Mannering gives me such histories of his wife's jealousy. Silly woman, to expect constancy from so charming a man! But she was always silly, intolerably so, in marrying him at all. She, the heiress of a large fortune, he, without a shilling— one title i know she might have had beside baronet's her folly in forming the connection was so great that though mr johnson was her guardian and i do not in general share his feelings i never can forgive her adieu yours alicia So letter 26 is Mrs. Johnson writing back to Lady Susan and giving her perspective on the situation. And I think that her advice is rather interesting here, where she is, again, sort of promoting this idea that Lady Susan should be the one to marry, that she should marry Mr. de um, and that she should kind of just forget about Frederica. Frederica is basically boring or she's basic. <laughs> um, leave her with the Vernons at Churchill. And that's her a good enough punishment for her for what she's done because she's not worthy of anything more and she's not worthy of society. Not like you, Lady Susan. You are joy and a jewel to society and you need to come to London. And she says that she can't come to stay with her at Edward Street because her husband, Mr. Johnson, apparently can't stand Lady Susan, um, which makes sense. And... We find out, well, we kind of have known, but you get see sort of this tangled web here again, that Mr. Johnson is Lady Susan's best friend's husband and was also Mrs. Mannering's guardian before she got married. And we find out here, I think for the first time, why that marriage took place. We find out that Mr. Mannering or Lord Mannering. So it says it sounds like he's a baronet. Lord Bair- Mannering, is a baronet, but was very, very poor. And she had a lot of money. And so he, I assume, seduced her. Base- whether they actually did, did anything before the marriage. He charmed her. He convinced her that he loved her. And they ran off and had a wedding. Got married without her guardian's consent. Because his her guardian, Mr. Johnson, will never forgive her and isn't talking to her and stuff. So... And I think that was funny at the end, that while I do not in general share his feelings, I can never forgive her. So even though she almost never agrees, Mrs. Mrs. Johnson never agrees with her husband, she does agree with him that she's also mad at the current Mrs. Mannering. So it's just a crazy convoluted story here between Mannering and his wife. And then his mistress, Lady Susan, and then Mr. and Mrs. Johnson, obviously having a very strained, bad relationship because she's all excited that he that her husband has gout and is going to go to bath for his health. And she hopes that he stays there for quite some time so that she can enjoy herself in London without him. Um, And we see here that, you know, it seems like Mrs. Johnson is a is a adequate friend for lady susan in that they have very similar morals and thoughts the only real difference here is that i think mrs johnson is showing herself to be a little bit more pragmatic in this and lady susan has shown herself to sort of be a little more i almost want to call it romantic about it so that she lady susan is romantic might not be the worst word but more emotional about it because she seems to have like vengeance on the mind. Right. So she wants this marriage between Frederica and Sir James, both because it would help her money wise. But I think she also at this point wants it even more just to prove that she's right. Just to force Frederica to do it because she wants to prove she can. Um, The whole thing with Reginald very much seems to be about a pride thing about her wanting to prove again that she can wrap this man around her finger, even though she really doesn't seem to like him at all. Um, the whole thing is just she, Lady Susan seems a lot more emotional in all of this. And, um, Mrs. Johnson seems a little bit more emotionally removed and just encouraging Lady Susan to take care of herself financially and not really worry about the vengeance part of it. Um, and, I think that's about it for this letter. We don't get a lot of story development here. We just get a little bit more of that information about the Mannering's background, um, about Mrs. Mannering having been Mr. Johnson's ward, and which will come up later. And another thing where Lady Susan is, you know, being coming to London. So she's going to leave Churchill. And Lady Susan was talking about wanting to come to London and bring Frederica so she could force her to marry Sir James. And Mrs. Johnson's advice is, yeah, don't do that. Leave her at Churchill. Just forget about her. Forget about the whole Sir James thing. Take care of yourself. So we'll see whether Lady Susan feels like she wants to take that advice. I'll be back next time for Later 27, which is from Mrs. Vernon to her mother again.